Hello and welcome to DNR, Do Not Resuscitate, a DNR Fancast. I am the DM Ken, and joining me is CJ. And Ian's Hello. boyfriend. My name's. Believe it. To clarify, CJ is not Ian's boyfriend. <laughs> yes, accurate. <laughs> that is accurate, yes. <laughs> CJ. <laughs> not Ian's boyfriend. <laughs> Hello, my name is CJ, and I play Jacoba, the Drow Bard. <laughs> and Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ian. I play Liam Malseer, the half elf bard. This has fallen apart so quick. <laughs> Immediately off the rails. Rob. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm playing Hamish Thorleafson, the dwarf sorcerer. <laughs> and Amy. Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm playing Vivian Lee, the half orc fighter. You almost forgot who yes. you were, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you I almost said Ian's boyfriend, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> We're all Ian's boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Which your 12 characters did you say you were going to be? <laughs> oh, so... oh, oh, no. Uh, we've already fallen apart. All right. It, this time, it's not been a month and a half since we recorded. So sh- does what? anyone remember what happened last time? It should be easier this time. No, nope. we desecrated nope. a grave. Yes. There was things not made memory. <laughs> Long and short of it, mistakes are made. <laughs> about egg rolls. Um, no, no, no mistakes were made. I disagree. Yeah, no. Not as far like... as Hamish is concerned. Nobody told him that there Everything... was a mistake made. He still he thinks he did a great job. So Everything was really purposeful. They, the clerics, totally bought our story. It's fine. Don't worry about it. They had it. They had some major twitching problems. They were. Black Captain America. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a peanut gallery. <laughs> I feel like I do need to be in the chat for the Twitch stream. <laughs> is is Ian in it or not Ian? Your boyfriend is he in there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we can, I could ask him. <laughs> no, unless they've got like a mobile app that he can use. Um, Twitch? Yes. No, they do. Oh, then yeah, I suppose he could be on there on his laptop. I don't know. If- All right, I'm ignoring the chat. Sorry, chat. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I actually xed out of Twitch, so yeah, we, full attention. We should log out of chat unless there's like a good reason to do otherwise. Like CJ's running the show, so it should be important. <laughs> I'm not saying. Oh, that. and he's back. I'm not saying anything about Black Captain America. There's a Black Captain America, and he's super excited about Falcon. It. Yeah, That's you fine. do realize that it's live. Yeah, we're recording and on Twitch, so... The last thing. It's last thing, he says. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be the last thing. Hey, I got egg rolls. He... Hey! I... I almost got egg rolls. We just need to, like... Yeah. I just need to write an NPC for him, and he just pops in now and again. <laughs> the problem is, like, I can't hear him soon enough to be able to preemptively mute it, so... <laughs> anyway... Recap of last episode. All of you wanted to experiment with the circles, basically, was what last episode was. You wandered around, you checked the... You went up north to the High Mantle Forest to check out the circle to see if Lester was okay. You found the guards. The guards said Lester didn't make it. You had previously sent Jimmy to go deliver something to them, and they arrested him because... They didn't expect, uh, you know, a random person to come in and try and interfere with their business. You don't know how he got a fe- he got arrested, but um, you could guess. 
<laughs> it's Jimmy. It could be any number of things. Not following orders is what they told us. Uh, well, he was interfering with official business. Was there was their reason? So that, okay. that could mean anything. <laughs> it could mean just showing up. So you you went up to the circle. You went to experiment to see if it would like resurrect stuff. You tried it with Hamish skin. Nothing happened. You tried it with flowers. Nothing happened. You tried it with a slice of beef jerky, and it started wiggling. And the imagery on that's kind of gross. And then after, at some point later, when you got back to the office, um, multiple people tried to snack on it. <laughs> Hamish decided he didn't like it because he, for- he keeps forgetting that he doesn't like beef. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if V, did V take a snack? I think she did. No, I rolled, I rolled a saving throw and she decided to not take a snack. Okay, well, it wasn't, wasn't that impulsive. <laughs> no. It was close, but no. <laughs> uh, you also decided to investigate the warehouse circle, and V stuck one of her axes in that circle to see if it would do anything. And sure enough, her axe started to wiggle a little bit. Liam stuck a, a rope in there, and the rope started to wiggle. And oh, yeah. He struggled to like coil it back up again, but he now has a coil of wiggling rope. Um, you went to the Rat King circle, and your experiments there were to throw a tent on top of a passing mouse, scoop it up, stick it in the middle of the circle, and see if it would get smarter. Um, you actually did the Rat King circle first, so that way you'd have time as you went to the warehouse. Um, eventually discovered that the mouse did, in fact, get smarter. Uh, it played dead. You totally fell for it, and when you opened the bag, it leaped out, and you guys failed to to catch it as it left. It had a little goose chase for a bit, managed to catch it, and Liam cast Suggestion on it, telling it to calm the fuck down. And it it complied, which means it understands you, which was an important piece of information, which means it did get smarter. Now, to what extent it got smarter and the rate at which it gets smarter are unknown variables at this time, but there was an effect and that was something you learned. Um, you also, his name is Cheddar. Yes, that is true. Yes. The moment you learned that he was smart, V named him Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably outranks Jacoba. Hmm? Her... What was that? Oh, and Cheddar probably outranks Jacoba still. Yep. <laughs> um, well, I don't think they've been given rank yet. They're civilians. I feel like even civilians outrank Jacoba. <laughs> <laughs> eh, maybe not yet. So... While you were in the warehouse, you guys decided to put Jeremy in the circle to see if it would have an effect. And after and it, did. it did, after several minutes, other than his whole outfit wiggling, uh, he noticed that he was like his bones were reinforced in some way. So he got a buff to strength and he felt better. And the wearing a full outfit of wiggling clothes is, is uncomfortable, but he was excited. And then you went, wait. If that works, what if we take him to the wrecking one? Make him smarter. Maybe that'll give him back his memories. And you put him back in there, and after a few minutes, he started getting flooded, and he just laid down and said, let's go home, because he got flooded with memories. And it's pretty much where we left off was the party is taking Jeremy, like, piggybacking. Someone was piggybacking him. I don't remember who. I think it was Liam. I think it was Liam. Yeah, so Liam was piggybacking Jeremy back to the office to take care of him, because he's being flooded with memories. And he doesn't want to be around. And that's where we pick up back at the office. Let's move that over. Hey, everybody gets to see what the office looks like. Yes, the small chunk of the office. You guys, way back to the office. You have Jeremy. He's a tad catatonic at the moment. So what's what's your plan? 
Do you want to like let him rest? Do you want to try and talk to him? Like, what do you want to do? I mean, if he's pretty catatonic, I think the best thing to do would be to let him rest. Yeah. <clears throat> Where do you want to put him for rest? Um, I believe we need to find a random spot somewhere within the office <laughs> so he feels at home. I think behind the bar. That's, that's yeah. One of his favorite places to curl up. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So we, we will put Jeremy behind the bar in a little nook where the two counters meet and let him just mm-hmm. curl up and be comfy. And cozy. So, uh, anyone want to have a, a chat before bed or do you want to like rest overnight? I want to take a look at my axe, see what's going on. Is it is it wiggling more? Is it the same amount of wiggling? Much more. It's been much more. It's been a couple hours since you put it in the circle at this point, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's much like everything else that has touched that circle. As time goes on, it is it is much more wiggly. So, yeah, it, it's it's more. So it's okay. I want to specify um, that that's the one that's going under the mattress when she goes to bed. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, like a that's nice massaging a mattress idea. or something. What? A nice massaging mattress now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, going on top of that, uh, what is what are the two pieces of beef jerky doing? Where are the two pieces of beef jerky? That too. I'm not sure. What did you guys do with the jerky? Did you just leave it on the table? I feel like we left it on the table. Yeah, I spat it out. I didn't touch it after that. Okay. Well, in that case, it's no longer on the table. Oh, no. With some looking around, you will find it on the floor flopping around. So, you know those little rubber pop toys? That's like a hemisphere. Oh, yeah. Those are amazing. And you turn it inside out and you put it on a table. It'll pop. It's doing that. So, every, like... 10 seconds or so, you'll just hear a little like meaty smack <laughs> as it, <laughs> as it like, pops on the floor in no particular direction. It's getting at this point like three or four feet of height. <laughs> oh my god, that is amazing. Well, We're gonna yeah. come back and it's just gonna be like firing back and forth like up and down off the ceiling. It'll be flubbing. Because it's got so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think probably... Hamish is uh, pretty tired after the day's exploits and he's worried about Jeremy so he's gonna like um, actually I think the, what I'm thinking he's gonna do is just sit down and try and work out a, a, a recipe for cheese beer for Cheddar uh, then he's gonna go to bed Aww. oh yeah I wanna check on Cheddar I wanna peek in one of the little air holes and see if oh we did catch him I wasn't we sure did. if we did or yeah, not we, you guys had ca- got a small box and then Hamish used his <clears throat> pitons which turns out to be a Swiss army knife of utility you had no, we had no idea they were this useful. it's, it's <laughs> like our rope <laughs> he chiseled air holes into a small crate that had some nuts in it and you had put some nuts in there after you had dumped them out and put them in there and just kind of held it closed you didn't have nails or anything to like seal it but you didn't want to seal it anyway so, I th- yeah, I think I said I would use rope or so I just wanted it to not pop open yeah, easily. Yeah, and I, I assumed you had some way to like loosely hold it so that, such that it wouldn't just fall apart. So okay. looking in, uh, all of the all the food you had put in there is gone, and he's curled up in a little ball in the corner of the crate. Like sleeping? Yes. He's sleeping. Aww. Oh. Okay, so she'll leave him alone then. Yep. <laughs> okay, so trapped in his prison. No, it's his home. <laughs> it's our house. <laughs> I, I want V to make tiny furniture now and make it like a little dollhouse, but it's his house, his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cheers. Listen, we've got some stuff going on, but once I have some free time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A- any further discussions, or do you want to rest for the night? Uh, I'm. I think I'm okay with resting. Yeah, yeah resting rest. seems good. Okay. So everyone goes back. Uh, does Liam want to go home, or does he want to sit tight for Jeremy? Um, I think he would sit tight for Jeremy. Okay. Okay. So, um, and I think if nobody else stays in like the main room within like eye shot of Jeremy for the night, Liam will. Okay. Oh, Hamish, I don't think is going anywhere. He's going to be in that bar area. He sleeps there anyways. Yeah, there's only two cats in the back, so. <laughs> so and like, one of them is V's. Yeah, V has. O- and she's o- not sharing. <laughs> no. <laughs> so V has one. Jacoba has one, and Hamish and Liam will just sleep in this bar kitchen area and keep an eye for uh, over Jeremy over, throughout the night. I feel I feel obligated to ask Hamish who's Big Spoon. <laughs> Hamish doesn't do the spoon thing, especially not uh, with Jeremy. There, there's a respectful distance there. No, no, not Jeremy and Hamish. Oh, Liam and, Liam and Hamish. Hamish. <laughs> uh, Hamish is going to be very weirded out if Liam wants to spoon with him. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so we will fade to dark in the night. Um, everyone in the office, so all, all people, roll perception. Oh no! How do I do that? Uh... <laughs> you forgot? There we go. No, I remember. I just have to get to my character every sheet. time. <laughs> Ian needs to roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Four for Liam, 17 At for least... Jacoba, <coughs> eight for Hamish, 16 for, for V. Hamish sleeps suddenly. I'm glad the two people near Cherubi are the two people, whatever he's about to do. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are the deepest sleepers. So let's start with V. Mm-hmm. At some point in the middle of the night, Liam's spell has worn off. <gasps> It is technically concentration, so it would have broken the moment he fell asleep. So at some point in the night, V has a high enough perception that she starts to hear scratching at the crate. Because I assume the crate's near her. Yeah. She's probably <laughs> sleeping. She's probably sleeping with it like on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so she hears like scratching and chewing on it. Okay. Uh so she'll sit up and look at what's going on in the crate through one of the air holes. And, and yeah, uh, Cheddar is is scratching and chewing in like a very specific spot trying to dig a hole through the crate. How's he doing with that? Uh let's find out. I'm going to just roll a flat D20. 17. Oh, he's made he's almost through. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> like he's there's a huge there's a nice hole and a neat pile of sawdust in the middle of the crate. And he is, he's okay. going to town. So V's going to yeah. look in and see that and be like, hey, hey, stop it. And, and the moment you speak, Cheddar will freeze and slowly turn his head towards you and take a couple steps back from the hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a little uncertain what to do at this point. Um, I wasn't doing anything. We've all seen She'll that body like, language in dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I didn't do this. This hole, well, it was there when I woke up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She'll be like, so you can understand me. And then just kind of pause and see if there's going to be a response. Then Cheddar will cock his head a little bit. We didn't trap you 
to hurt you. We needed to test something, and it obviously worked. Can you talk? <laughs> and it'll... It, the most expression so far, he'll tilt his head back and forth in that eh, kind of way. Like, he can't really talk? <laughs> kind of a little bit? Yeah. Hmm. Little squeaky noise. She'll pause for a second, and then be like, are you hungry? And it'll he'll take a couple steps closer. So she'll stand up and scoop up the crate gently, and she's going to head into the kitchen to find Cheddar something to eat. Okay, so in the kitchen, there is definitely a selection of dried nuts and cheese and such. So she'll put together a nice little a nice little platter. Like, you know those little mini teacup plates? If she can find one of those, she's going to grab one of those and fill it up with, like, some food for him. And she'll get, like, a little bowl or something for some water. And then she'll lift the top off the crate and put that down in the crate. So for how small mice are, you would have a hard time finding a bowl that would work? Um, I'm trying to think. You could probably just fill, like, a teacup saucer. Yeah, okay. Like, with water. <laughs> But Basically, she'd use whatever would work. Yeah, the issue cheddar. is that there are no teacups in this bar area, but uh, Umbrin does have some in the main office. Okay. He keeps a couple. Okay. Well, she'd go wherever she'd have to go to get those things. Yeah, so she, she finds a couple teacups. She fills up one saucer with food and another saucer with water, and, and Cheddar will... You just put them in his crate? Mm-hmm. Okay. In that case, Cheddar will cautiously lap up some water and nibble on some food. And he seems pretty content. Okay. So she'll just sit there and watch him for a little while. And then once he's like maybe halfway through or something, she'll be like, I guess you want to get out of here, eh? And and he'll stop chewing and look up at V. The problem is, I'd feel bad just letting you go now. What if you get hurt? <laughs> Scratches his ears a bit. Uh, Not if you're... In the middle of this, um, do Hamish and Liam snore? Very no. loudly. <laughs> <laughs> that is why Liam didn't hear anything. Uh, no. Um, hold what? on, wait. I was just gonna say, let's let's roll a d twenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam, Liam totally talks in his sleep though. Hamish, <laughs> <laughs> hey, roll a d twenty for intensity of snoring. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh no! Oh my God. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> It's a small earthquake. Oh, yeah, he snores like a diesel engine. So this whole time, V's trying to have a quiet conversation <laughs> with Cheddar. And the whole time, Hamish is just... <laughs> he snores on the exhale, too. Oh, man. I, I know that's because oh, really my dad does that in real life. <laughs> Hamish, has, Hamish has sleep apnea. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible sleep apnea. <laughs> Oh, man, we need to get him to a cleric for that. <laughs> Seriously, that could be a serious issue. <laughs> we had one, but, you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, so so it's it's difficult for me to have a very quiet conversation while Hamish is aggressively snoring in this yeah. room. <laughs> to set the tone. <laughs> okay, so I think after... <laughs> Maybe she'll, she'd go, because the thing is, she doesn't want to, because Jakova's still sleeping, I'm assuming, where, in the cots, yeah, where the, the cots room. were, in the back room. So maybe she'd just, like, move out of the kitchen and into, like, this area. I don't know if you said, well, okay, no, you can't, I don't know how to do your thing. But, like, into the main office area. If you click and hold, it'll ping. Oh, there we go. 
Yeah. Like over here. Okay. Yeah. And then um, once Cheddar's like done eating, she'd slowly lower her hand into the crate and wait for him to hop onto it. Um, I would say roll animal handling. Okay. Yes. I can do that. Yeah, roll animal handling. I can I can animal handle. Uh, no, I can't. I was thinking <laughs> on animal handling or persuasion. But it doesn't make a difference. So. They're both low, so pick one. <laughs> Wee. 14, hey, that's not bad. So y- you put your hand out after having fed him, and Cheddar will cautiously and slowly, at first, just to see if you're fucking with him, he'll put mm-hmm. two, his two front paws on your hand and sit there for a moment and look at you just to make sure you're not like pulling any shit. And when nothing happens, he, he hops up full weight. That's so cute. So she's slowly... <laughs> I'm just okay. So she slowly, <laughs> slowly raise her hand up to her face and then be like, "How about this? I let you out of the crate, and you can just hang around the office and make yourself a home here, wherever you feel like. There will be food and water, and if you're able to talk, suddenly you come find me and let me know." And when you mention make a home here, he he looks around. He looks all the way around. Uh, yeah, like assessing the area, and, mm-hmm. and and then when he's he at the end of it, he'll just look at you and scratch his ear a little bit, like in a positive way. <laughs> well, here's the thing: you get the impression that he's unfamiliar with the notions of nodding and shaking head. Okay. Um. And okay. So when she sees the ear scratching, she'll say, "Scratch your left ear for yes, and your right ear for no." <laughs> And he'll cock his head a little bit processing that and he'll scratch his left ear. Yes. Okay. So she'll just say, okay, welcome to DNR, Cheddar. And she'll just put her hand on the ground and let him do his thing. And instead of darting off in a direction, he starts to sniff around and, and carefully move around the space. Okay. Um, I guess Umbrin and Joyce are like gone or sleeping. Eh? Yeah, they're, they're on the map, but they're not here. Let let me move him just off screen. So she'd leave a note where she thinks Umbrin and Joyce would see it. Well, there's a reception desk right by the front door over here. Yeah. Okay. So she'd go write a note and be like, "Brought Mouse home. His name is Cheddar. He lives here now. (laughs) (laughs) Important to case. (laughs) Important case." (laughs) Please do not murder. Please do not murder. <laughs> <laughs> she'd leave that on the desk and then she'd go back to bed. <laughs> okay. Next perception. Jacova. Hello. <laughs> so this next perception, in the middle of the night, similarly, but a little bit later, let's say V's whole interaction was somewhere like 10 at night, shortly after everyone had gone to bed. Jacova's is like closer to one in the morning. And he starts to hear, like, whooshing noises. Almost like wind, but you're indoors. But it, it wakes you up. Whooshing from inside? Yeah, well, like, like near your head. Like, like someone's blowing into your ears, or there's wind happening around your head. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jacobo will sit up. And when you sit up, the, you notice that the, the wind is, remains near your pillow. It doesn't follow your head. This is weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> Super <Well>. weird. <laughs> I will investigate the pillow, I guess. 
or near the pillow. Yes. I'll look down. What do I see? Uh, you, you see a very faintly glowing white light. And roll another perception for me. <laughs> faintly glowing white light. It, okay, 18 perception. In amongst the whooshing air, you can make out words, like very, very faintly, saying, Hey, wait, Jacoba, can you hear me? Do I recognize the voice? Um, it, yes. Is it a voice? It's a voice. It is a voice. You do recognize it. It's it, it, it's like a vague familiarity. It's ringing a bell. It's hard to place. That's not ominous at all. <laughs> <laughs> New number who this <laughs> uh, I can. Uh, what the fuck do I do? Well, the voice it's asked if it could hear you, or yeah. if you could hear it. I. Uh, yeah. Yes. I hear you. What? Who is this? What is this? Jacoba. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's Lester. What? Lester. Lester's been dead 50 years. It's <laughs> a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah, Jacobo will kind of like not necessarily yell Lester, but I'd say it very loudly and then like, like, Lester. Oh, shit. Lester. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Where am I? Currently, you're in the DNR offices, but kinda. Well, it doesn't. Just, that doesn't make any sense. I should be in the woods. Well, according to the guards, you kind of exploded. No, that can't be right. I saw the explosion. You you kind of exploded. Oh, so wait, I okay. I don't think you're dead. You might be dead. This is weird. No, I I can't be dead. I think I'm I'm just discorporated. It happens sometimes to wizards. It'll it'll be fine. I just need to. Uh, finds like a, a ley line of magic to recorporate myself. It'll be fine. I think. This is a first for me. I, I've read stories. It happens sometimes, but like um, I don't know. Um, okay, don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. Let's start kind of panicking when say don't panic. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we need to find some help. Um, we, uh, I, I can sense a ley line of magic in town. I think I can reincorporate over there, but I'll need your help. All right. Where, where are we going? Um, and, and the light will, the, the little cloud that you see will, will light up brighter on one side versus the other. So if we jump over to the Fairbay map, most partly for my own reference, um, it's pointing pretty directly to the east. Directly to the east? Yeah, directly to the east from the DNR office. So directly to the east from the DNR office. The DNR office here. Let me snap everyone. Yeah. There we go. Snap everyone to the DNR office. You're there in the business district on the west side. A lot of the town is directly east of you, like the plaza, the temple. Um, pretty east is that whole workers' district with the circle. Um, vaguely east is the barn from episode zero that <laughs> no one will probably oh, hear. Boy. <laughs> I assume I can't pick up the light and have it, like, guide me around. Uh, you can try. I can try. I will try to pick up the light and have him guide me around. Um, the moment you go to touch it, it does start to move, but not necessarily as at your touch, but probably to avoid your touch. 
And when you get too close, Lester goes, hey, 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 hands off. You realize I'm not touching you. I'm touching this tiny ball of light. Okay, I think the tiny ball of light is me, but let's not get into weird metaphysical discussions right now. We need to go to the ley line. We'll lead the way then. Okay, so you're just going to leave and not wake anyone up? You're going to go by yourself and follow this glowy light. In the middle of the night. He'll go uh, to the office, look in the kitchen, hear Hamish just like like chopping down a rainforest. (laughs) 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 There we go. There it is. Just fucking explode or something. And then out the door. All right, so you are heading straight out. So, long story short, the ball points you, leads you pretty much directly to the graveyard. And more specifically, it directs you to the crypts of the paladins. Here's a hint, don't open them. (laughs) Well, you already took care of one. They don't like it when you open them. (laughs) You're not here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. His <laughs> disembodied voice follows me. So, what do you do? It, it directs you. It points you pretty much directly to the crypts. And Lester says, "Yeah, the the ley lines like directly beneath us." Which ones are the crypts? Uh, here, let me. Those two like mausoleums. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the two big mausoleums that hold the famous, the famous paladins of Cord, which were. Folden Fulthor right. and Hagar Hammerhand. Am I being led to one in particular, or just that general direction? Uh, it, it's it's in the general direction. Alright. I'll just walk in that general direction, I guess, and yeah. have Lester quote-unquote lead the way. <laughs> yeah, Lester pretty much like directs you like right in the middle of that, that stand-up platform where, where the crypts are. And that, like, there's no openings that you see. You can roll investigation to see if you can find any way down. Because they said it was directly beneath you. 14. The only openings that you see are into the crypts themselves. And we uh, explored that avenue last session. (laughs) Yeah, but that was in the broad daylight. This is the middle of the night. It's fine. Uh, okay, do you want to attempt to open one of these crypts? Yes. Yes, he does. Do it. Do it. Do it. Now, Lester, are you sure this is where... Yes, 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 yes. If, if you go down there, I can recorporate, and then you can help me get back home. Because I can't really see. I can only sense, like, that the ley line is, is here. I could be anywhere. Well, he's gonna try and steal your body. Probably. <laughs> Before I do anything, I'm just gonna. We're gonna quick save. Around and see what I do. <laughs> quick save. <laughs> Jacob's gonna quick save. <laughs> then he's gonna cast thunder wave, and then when that doesn't happen, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. Just. Read quick load. Reload. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's Jacoba doing? He's going to look around and see if anyone is here. Um, considering it's like 2.30 in the morning, the entire town is completely asleep. No no one's around. Well, I mean like a gravekeeper or something. Nope, not this nope. late. All right. Hell yeah. Jacoba will go to the one that's already been opened. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
just slide it open. Uh, roll athletics. Do you have any tools to speak of? Do I have any tools? I don't know. Look at your inventory. <laughs> I'm... I have costume clothes. I have a disguise kit. I have a diplomat's pack. What does uh, that get me? Uh, no, you're going to barehand this. But like you said, it's already right. been opened. So raw athletics, the check is not nearly as high as it would be if it was a full and properly sealed script. Six. Nope. Uh, it's a little slippery, kind of cold. It is the middle of the night, so your hands are kind of numb. So that's not happening. Oh. Um. Hmm. Roll a luck check for me. A flat d20. Ooh. Fortunately for you, in the graveyard, the gravekeeper left a shovel like sitting against one of the graves when he clocked out. Hell yeah. He just left his fork trick for you. <laughs> so you can't. He just happened to leave the keys laying around. <laughs> and they're glowing. Quest item. <laughs> so you, you may use that. Fortunate, it was very fortunate that the gravekeeper left that behind. So you may try again using the shovel. Hell yeah. Now, if you roll too poorly, you're just going to snap the head off the shovel. Yep. Which I've done. That's no fun. Better. Eight. <laughs> no, you just succeed in, in bending the shovel head a bit. <laughs> a... You just want underwear, don't you? <laughs> You're rolling like crap. That's not my fault. <laughs> I can't. I can't control that. <laughs> well. <laughs> I thought you were saying, do I have a Thunder Whip available? Yeah, oh, certainly, but I think he's looking at what others I don't have a Thunder Wave. <laughs> thunder Wave makes a, a, a big boom. Yeah, it's very loud. Even better than Thunder Wave. How about Shatter? Um, yeah. Shatter also makes a big boom. Yes, but it would also <laughs> oh, no. probably do the trick. So roll away. Two, uh, shatter is okay. Nope. I, 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 I ain't risking that. No. <laughs> I, I ain't risking that. I don't know. Hmm. It would do the trick. <laughs> it would do the trick, but, you know, I kind of want to, like, preserve the bodies. But, yes, it will be. Also, like, loud. the whole crypt at well as well. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> it will be very loud. And, yeah, there's there's also collateral damage. So. Uh, third time's the charm. Oh, shut. Click twice. 16. Okay, 16. so fortunately the shovel did not break. And you were able to pop open the crypt just enough to get your fingers around it, and you pop it open. Uh, first things first, a little bit of poison gas spills out. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll perception for me. Cool. 20. So... 20 will get you two very, very important pieces of information. First and foremost, inside of the coffin, you hear some very, very faint movements. And number two, uh -oh. underneath the coffin, you see a trap door covered by the coffin. Ooh. Describe this movement. So it's like shuffling, like someone's adjusting in bed. Huh. 
consoles, it, there's shuffling and scraping, but it's very slow and, and gentle, so not struggling per se, but there is movement. I can see in here, can't I? Um, you're half elf, right? Half drow? I am a drow. So you have dark vision, so yes, you can. Hmm. Shuffling inside of the coffin. Yes. This thing. Okay. What's that made out of? The coffin's just made out of ordinary wood. Quite old wood, too. Quite old wood, yeah. <laughs> so, what's your plan? I'm trying to get that coffin out of here. Okay. Um... It's decorating. I'm going to die. <laughs> well, roll a d20 for the integrity of this coffin. Oh God. Yeah, I, the moment you pull on any of your handles or handholds, it just breaks off. This is so rotted. Like the, the crypt was well sealed, so it's dry rot, but it is it is just crumbling under your hands. It's like the amount of movement that V had done just to lift the lid was probably as much as that coffin could handle. So either destroy the whole thing, <laughs> or I just say, you know what, Lester, I tried. You're on your own. Up to you. What does Lester have to say about my well, you have to my ask. failing? Well, he said he couldn't see, so I uh, have to ask. Lester, yeah, is it is a rotting coffin on top of a trapdoor leading down to that lay lay low 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 lay something lay, lay line uh, coffin lay line? Why why would there be a coffin over a lay line? That doesn't make any sense. Because we're in the graveyard. Oh yes, yeah, coffins said to be in graveyards. Um, so yeah. uh. I okay questions but no answers um I said it was below us is it under the graveyard or there's a trap door under this coffin and the coffin's crumbling ah so it's probably like a um like a like a catacomb of some kind you probably don't want to go down there alone now that I think about it god damn it Silent as the grave in here. <laughs> right? God damn it, Rob. Amish, <laughs> hey, get out of here. You're not in my mind. So are you going to, like, pick away at the coffin and try and go underground on your own, or are you going to track back? I'm going to try it. I got I got some tricks up my sleeve. Okay. Um, roll athletics for me to see how effectively you can pick apart this coffin it's more of a it's more of a time determiner rather than a strength 19 oh yeah you managed to pull this right you managed to find like just the right chunks that come out as whole planks and you pull it out and you slowly uncover the body that is indeed like wiggling and twitching like it's very unsettling but it's not like reacting so you you pull the ankles of the body i assume and and pull it out yeah okay so you, you pull out the body and just leave it on the ground and it's it's moving around but you're not like he's not even reacting and you get in there and you open up the trap door to the down below and allow me to show you uh, a new map ah i guess even new map before you guys you just see it at the same time. so it's probably all black. he's making fun of people in the stream it is not all black it should be all black Nope. No, no, there's... It is oh. very not black. That is very not black. <laughs> there we go. Nope, there we go. 
I said it. And now we get to scroll around furiously to find the one spot we can see. Yeah, cool. I just zoomed nah. way out. It's not. We it's, can see nothing. It's not up yet because there's nobody on the map. Hold on, I need to find the right it, person. It leads straight into the acolyte's bedroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you thought they were pissed about the grave robbing. Well. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there we go. Now I have to zoom in. Let me just snap. There we go. So Chikova's now in this uh, fairly large catacomb. The trapdoor led into this room that is pretty much the size and shape of the of the crypt above, and there is a hallway. First things first. <laughs> I probably don't hear anything. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Not with a five perception. Strangely enough, you still hear Hamish snoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rumbling through the earth. What do you do? Where do you go? Small earthquake. I make my way forward, I guess. Until you told me to stop. <laughs> okay, so you oh, keep gosh. you keep going. So the very first piece you see out of the crypt or out of the first room of the catacomb is a is a long hallway, and there is a lot. It's it's the, the hallway is about 50 feet. You see passages like breaking off in a few different directions. There's some doors on some of the passages. So you can go any direction you want. There is an opening to your north. Uh, the hallway splits off to the south and it keeps going on to the east. My Skyrim senses are telling me to explore this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'd be here all night. Yeah, that was the idea. Yeah. Let's go south first, I guess. Uh, not that direction south. Not that direction south. Oh. That direction south. I think the dynamic lighting was a little sloppy on my part. Because you just walked right through the wall. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even see a wall. Really? This is just open to you? Well, it's just solid black. Yeah, black means you can't go. Well, I mean, like, either way I go, it's just solid black. There's no, like, indication of... Anyways. Weird, you should be seeing like shadows and corners and stuff. Yes. So this get to a doorway. Yes. So this first doorway is wide open. The the doors have long since rotted away and fallen to the floor and you see them in, in pieces and splinters on the ground before you. And at the far ends of this room are three coffins. Don't want a grave rob more than I already did. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's up to you. You're, you're in this whole big dungeon all by yourself. Camera goes back to DNR. Hamish and Liam are cuddling and snoring. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. Everyone's asleep at this point. Everyone except for Jacoba and his new light friend, who's probably leading him to his death. How comfortably am I sleeping with that axe under my mattress? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, roll a d20. <laughs> 15. It's all good, all things considered. Even though this thing's like wiggling around, you think that'd be discomforting, but it's it's kind of nice, like a little ergonomic. It's a nice massage soothing. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Nice. It's like one of those massage chairs at the malls. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. So Jacoba, are you going to like poke around this room with the three coffins, or are you going to move on or talk to Lester? Lester, which way am I going? Um, uh, this way. Any the light points like south. I don't know. I'm still whispering to you in a catacomb. It's very echoey and spooky in here. As you 
make your way around. This this catacomb has got all kinds of offshoots. There's a dead end right next to you where it goes for a few feet and just hits like this. It's collapsed in on itself. On the other side, you find another small room with a coffin in it. And at the end of this little hallway, there's a door. Once again, very rotted, but still standing this time. So do you go through the door? This one, Tyson? No, the south one. So the, the one going to the west is... is rotted down and broken. Right. Okay. You see the door now if I do this? Yes, I do. Okay. That's also sloppy. <laughs> so what do you do with this door? Do you crack it open? Do you... What do you do? Well, let's crack it open. All right. So... More poison gas floats <laughs> through my face. Oh, the poison gas came... You know where that came from. So yeah. the, the this was locked at one point in time because the deadbolt is is there but the doors are so rotted that they just falls apart at your touch this place has not been moved in quite a long time not been disturbed is the word i'm looking for <laughs> and in the room beyond is a wide open space and on the floor are several shrouds like shrouds that you'd put over a body stained absolutely stained with blood and they have ancient bodies under the shrouds and the bodies are slowly moving. Do you do you continue on wandering through these halls, or do you want to like poke your head at something? Take his rapier out and just kind of poke one. Um, wriggling bodies. The moment that you poke one of the bodies, it starts to screech. Screech. And at the screech, the other bodies react immediately, and they throw off their shrouds. And Hell yeah. You must roll one initiative. One. As I bring up. Peace, Jacoba. What have I done? Come on. It's nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Maybe going on this dungeon crawl alone was not a great idea. Huh. I'm Lester. It's, it's fine. Right, it's fine. It. Initiative. Oh, no. Initiative. Initiative. Don't worry. I know what to do. There are four of them. <laughs> Uh, let me sort by turn order. Uh, first things first, let's have you roll some damage from your rapier because you were able to poke an unresponsive prone body. All right, nine damage. So that one took some damage. Otherwise, it is now turn order. So first zombie is the one that you poked. And the macros are not playing nice. Okay, I'll have to use this. Uh, 13 to hit. No. no miss. Th 13 misses? Damn. All right. Well, another one comes up and does the same thing. They are, like, rapping at you with their claws. The other one does a 12 to hit, and that misses. So it's Jacoba's turn. The two zombies have ineffectually flailed at him. <laughs> so what are you doing? Um... Jacoba is going to panic and turn invisible. Aha. Uh -huh. What does he do after that? Speed walk away. <laughs> Speed walk. <laughs> does he know how to run away? <laughs> you, know, can, you know it. Alright, so he Naruto runs away. Uh, where to? Like, going down a different hall or out? Back the way he came. Shut the door. <laughs> Uh, no, the door's beyond shutting. 
No, let's be honest, Shadi. Well, he's invisible. Who cares? It's in shambles. And you're invisible for an hour, so long as you have concentration. So what, what's your plan from here? Are you going to just camp in this hallway, or are you actually going to, like, go somewhere? I'm just going to keep on going and turn down another hallway. Not learning his lesson. <laughs> I had hopes that he was going to make a smart decision. Nah, I never had those hopes. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. So I'm still learning. Faith. So little faith. Hey, I retract my earlier best. comment. <laughs> <laughs> the the one in the chat man. there. I think we will lose a party member on a live stream. <laughs> uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Lester, there's things alive down here. What? Like, like in the crib? Zombies. Well, it probably has to do with the circle. Probably. Anyways, I'm invisible. I'm kind of running away. Okay, so which 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 way is this ley line? Um, uh, south. And looking down, there's a quite a lengthy hallway that runs down for quite a distance. However, um, within a few seconds, you hear a boom, and you hear some movement, and you hear another boom as a handful of zombies bursts through this door to your east. All right. And they... What the fuck is that? They run past you. Yeah, right? Love that art for that zombie over there? <laughs> what is that? It's very adventure time, isn't it? <laughs> um, roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you can hop out of the way before the charging zombies bump directly into you. That is one of my good ones. Oh. 25. Oh, that was you, 25 for you. Yeah, you managed to definitely jump out of the way as these, these zombies and skeletons of mixed race. You would know that there are some, there are some minotaur and there's a couple ogres or or some other big looking creature, and they just respond to the screeching and run straight towards that room that you were in. All right. Well, I have about an hour time. South we go. Onward south. Um, as you go along, the you, you notice that that the the smell in this area is just mildew and damp and stale, and and since those zombies ran by, now there's like particulate in the air because the, those doors got smashed to smithereens as they were passing through, and the the smell in the air is just it's rancid. It's a lot of old old rot and all the doors are like falling off their hinges this this long hallway the walls look like they're barely standing up the ceiling which you know is ground overhead is it's almost a miracle that this hasn't caved in yet and at the end of the hallway you find another big double door barely hanging off its hinges and lester continues to insist that it is south 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 all right <laughs> Buster, if I get mauled to death, I'm gonna haunt you. Um, I did warn you to not go down here alone. Listen, it's been a long day, and I'm stupid. So. <laughs> it feels like you've got a death wish. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What do you do with this door? So note note that um, to your west, to the left, you you do see a zombie wandering around. <laughs> All right, what's your plan of action? The door is like loosely 
open, you said? Yeah, it's closed, but it's it's so rotten that you could probably knock it down pretty easily. But knocking it down would make noise. Will stealth roll help at all? Um, sure. I'll give you the chance to roll a stealth roll to see if it crumbles quietly. <laughs> but if it's low, you are going to be swarmed. I hope to God it's not low, then. 25. 25. Oh, okay. So, that it, it's so crumbly that it doesn't fall down in one piece. Because if you just knocked it off the hinges, it would have smacked on the ground pretty hard. But because it's, it's just dust, you just push it and it just creates a little pile of dust on the ground, basically. And you manage to clear that door out without too much incident. However, as you're, if you look to your left, or to your right in this orientation, the, there are several undead in this room. <laughs> the fuck is that? Oh, which one? It's so stupid, it's so stupid, but so... Oh, this one? Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a whole series on Rule 20 that has, like, a bunch of art in a very um, Adventure Time kind of style. Further down the hallway we go. <laughs> Further down oh, the hallway. Lester doesn't kill me. So, as you go, the light starts to tilt a bit, like, down towards the southwest, so down left here. Probably still have to follow this hallway a bit, so you can continue on, with Lester continuing to... Insist. Yeah, to... Yeah, insist. You gotta go find it. So, what, 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 what the fuck is a ley line, Lester? Oh, it's a it's a it's a ley line of a bunch of natural magic coming together. It's a abnormally high concentration of magic, um, transferring from from a spirit to a body is not like the easiest thing. I can't do magic as I am now. So yeah, I need I need to come back in a specific place, and then I can do some magic to get back to my old self. You know, this sounds like necromancy with extra steps. Uh, it would be if I was dead, but um, ghosts aren't really a thing so yeah this is unusual which is why i say i'm discorporated if i was dead i would just move on but i'm not so logically i cannot be dead okay so right before you is yet another door once again same old same old terrible terrible condition so are you going to just try and boot it down or are you gonna try it stealth again are you gonna stop to like not give a shit stealthy stuff so, hey. God damn. Once again, this, uh, this crumbles into a fine pile of dust and is basically silent. Uh, let me... Jacob is a stealthy boy. Ste yeah, apparently. He's just going to rogue his way through this whole dungeon. All right. So the this hallway splits off into several splits, and it ends in a dead end. However, Lester starts to point more towards your right, left on this map. So as you approach this... This one door, Lester says, oh, yes, yeah, 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 this is it, right? Right beyond here. This is the one. So there's one door. We're just getting teleported to another continent. It's fine. <laughs> there's another door right before you. Like a door door or like a crumbling mess? Um, still rotted, but much less of a crumbling mess than all previous doors. Like, I, like you get the impression these were... In the original design, much more robust than the other doors. The other ones were like regular interior doors, while these ones were intended to be like more ornamental. There's some filigree in it, 
it's more finely carved, thicker wood. Right. So you you get the impression that you can probably um, like actually open this one. Let's try to open it. And it, the despite the years of age, the doors swing open gently. They make a bit of a creaking sound, but are otherwise fine. And inside of this room, you find an altar with a large statue of a form you don't recognize. And if you could roll Arcana. 21. Yeah. I'm rolling really good. There's a lot of juju in here. This is a serious magic place. Lester says, okay, okay, okay. Now put me down over there. And his light flashes brightly towards this altar right before the statue. Again, it's necromancy with extra steps. No, 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 it's, I promise it's fine. So do you, you direct him towards the altar? Begrudgingly. All right, so you place him down towards the altar. And as soon as you do, the doors slam shut behind yep. you. And <laughs> the magical energy just flows through this whole space. And the white ball forms back into the form of Lester, except he looks a bit different. Like his face is a little different. He's wearing the same clothes that you remember him being, but like his facial features are, are different. So he he looks at you and he makes eye contact. And when he makes eye contact, you feel a connection in your mind and the energy just flows into Jacoba's brain as the white ball just soaks up in his head. Now, as this happens, first of all, splitting migraine, so it's terrible. And second, your concentration is broken, so the invisibility is gone. And third, you now feel a presence in your mind. It's not in control at all, but there is now a loud voice within your mind, and it's at the moment not making any sense, but it is there. How do you mean not making sense? Like, 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 like language-wise, or like it sounds gibberish. like a hundred voices talking at once, and you can't make anything out. Perfect. So it's like a sensory overload of the mind. So is Jacoba going to try and make his way out, or is he going to lay down and cry for a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> or or what's the deal? You know what? Let's 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 make a roll for it. Fourteen. It's not bad. He's, he's, he's gonna sit down for a little bit. Yeah. He's not gonna cry. He's just gonna. Just gonna plop down. Plop down. Uh, collect whatever thoughts he can. Yeah, get his shit together. So after a few minutes, the the din of voices does not go away, but it does dull a bit. Almost like you walked into a loud room and your ears acclimated after a few minutes. So at first, it definitely did overwhelm the thoughts flowing through your mind. But now, other than a migraine, you you feel like you can move again. He'll try moving again. Uh, and he, he moves without too much difficulty, other than the general misery that is having a migraine. Relatable. <laughs> yeah, migraines suck. So then, what's your plan from here? Follow the breadcrumb out, I guess. Okay. Um, let's save ourselves a little time, and let's have you roll an intelligence saving throw and a stealth check. And you can cast invisibility again if you like, if you have another spell slot. Oh, yeah. And stealth? Uh, do you have an... Yeah, and stealth. Do you have an invi- another invisibility slot? Oh, Jesus Christ. You don't even need it. 
doesn't even matter. So yeah, 20 means you, you absolutely kept track of where you were going rather than blindly following Lester's instructions. And you managed to get past the horde of zombies without tripping any alarms, so to speak. So you managed to make it back out uh, without too much trouble. He'll come out of the trap door. He'll put everything back as best as he can. He'll, try, he'll close the big muzzle doors. And then he's just going to pass out in the middle of the graveyard. Oh, he's just going to like lay down and have a nap? <laughs> he's, he's just going to like flop. All right. So is he just going to flop until someone moves him? Because yeah, let's say it's like three in the morning at this point, so it's not too much longer before daylight. But, but it's still several. Either hours. until, either until an acolyte, yeah, it, prods him awake, or until the voices tell him to wake the fuck up. <laughs> well, the the voices are are constant. So yeah, somewhere around six in the morning, the first acolyte will will poke at you and at first say like, "Hey, are you okay?" And when he groans. You know they'll they'll say like hey they'll they'll invite you into the temple actually because you seem like no one just like passes out in the graveyard and is okay. Well, Jacoba's not okay. Yeah, he's very the opposite of okay. So yeah, is he just gonna come into the warm temple and and accept hospitality? Yes, he will. Okay, so uh, let's switch cameras back to the office because it is now morning. <laughs> And in the morning, everyone wakes up, and everyone finds that Jacoba's not in the building. I'm trying to think whether Hamish would find that unusual or not. Yeah, it's like he might have just gone out. At six in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> so no, no one finds anything odd about that. So coming back into the morning, everyone wakes up, has some breakfast. Uh, at around seven or eight-ish, Joyce and Umbrin make their way into the office. And uh, everyone starts munching on breakfast. Um, is um, is Jeremy still asleep? Uh, yeah, I was I was about to get to that. So Jeremy will be slow to rise. He will slowly climb his way over the bar and sit down and just stare at the table for a bit, not really talking or moving. So I think if this goes on for a while, um, he might start to feel bad because I think it was her idea to bring Jeremy. Um, and she'd be like, hey, uh, Jeremy, how are you feeling? Huh? Oh, um, just, uh, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Just, just coping. Um, so I remembered some stuff, uh, as you probably figured out. Um, uh, I, I was, yeah, I am, was that Reginald Titus Carter guy. Confirmed. Not a bad person. Do we have to call you Reggie now? No, no it, Jeremy's Jeremy's fine. Um, I don't remember that much. Pretty much just like the last couple months before I, you know, died. And um, yeah, I was the fourth and final commander of the armies of Arathus and would-be conqueror of Alara. Um, realize now that through the lens of like our enemies and the power of hindsight, we kind of look like the bad guys. But like at the time, it didn't really feel like that, you know? Like... We didn't want to, like, just go conquering just because, like, it was, you know, like, everything was different back then. You know, we, Fairbay wasn't what it is now. It wasn't a small town. It was, like, this huge city with, like, stone walls and huge towers and stuff. And and uh, now it's, it's like a little fishing town, which is weird. But um, we we believe that, like, the teachings of Arathis is what we made us strong. We worked together and we made the city all clean and orderly and huge and... And had strong infrastructure and crime rates were down. It was great. 
And uh, no other cities had that, by the way. No other cities had, like, big walls and towers and stuff, or at least as far as we knew. And so we tried to, like, go out and, you know, spread the good stuff. Makes sense, right? And then, you know, followers of other gods didn't like that very much and tended to kick us out. But, you know, whatever. It, it happens. Uh, eventually, church leadership didn't stop, got kind of sick of uh, getting kicked out everywhere and started invading instead. I mean, I told myself it was for their own good, you know, like a like a child, you know, like, uh, you know, hey, you're being bad. And, you know, the child can be mad at you for being the parent, but like they don't know better. That's, that's how we saw it. But in hindsight, they were adults. They, they could have come at any time. We kind of uh, didn't go well. We lost. You know, you knew that part. We lost. And he, he like looks around the room, even though he can't see, but he's like pondering Fairbay. And he says, I think that I think we lost so much in lives and resources that like by the time the Cord Temple came over and took over, like we didn't have like the resources to maintain the walls and stone buildings, so now it's just like a wood place. Which is fine, it's charming. It's just I kinda miss how grand it used to be, you know? Yeah. I can tell. I, I, I kind of miss home myself, and uh, well, I don't know. I'm making a home for myself here. Maybe you can do that too. I, mean, I think I've already done that a bit. Just it's a lot oh, to, totally. Just a lot to deal with, you know. It's like it's like you learned that, like that that one time you went on a drunk bender, you found out you tried to conquer the world. I mean, maybe that's a bad example, but that's what it feels like. Mm, don't know if I've ever done that when I was drunk. <laughs> Might not be a bad idea though. No, no, it's a very bad idea. It went very badly for us. Um, lots of innocent people died on, on both sides, you know. No, I mean, it wouldn't seem like a bad idea if I was drunk. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I can get drunk. I don't have a stomach. But um, I, even if I could, I don't think I would think that is a good idea anymore. That's fair. So, yeah. I only remember like a couple of months. But those were a depressing couple of months. That was like the end of the war. And... Everything was already kind of falling apart at that point, you know? Like, I was tasked with, t with guarding home, so I felt kind of helpless. And then also I was helpless because we were losing the war, so it was just kind of terrible. And then I died, and, and yeah, it's just it's rough. Well, never mind you with us now. Uh, that was a long yeah. time ago, and, and now you're here. And the important thing is... Well, the important thing is, why are you? Why did you come back? Like, what's it got to do with these circles? Why are these circles have made my friend Jeremy sad, and that that bothers me. Yeah, he, he scratches his skull, but I don't know why I did come back. Wait, like, who made who made the circle? Why? Like, why is it here? Because like, we I mean, we got a name once, but like, who, who is that? Lindquist. Well, yesterday. Last, after the whole memory thing, you said something about the circles being bigger or more than we thought? Well, yeah. Uh, they're like charging, like uh, a river after a big rain, I guess I'd put it. Like, except there's more rain. Like, like they're still getting bigger. Like, a a after whatever happened in the forests, that one got an extra, got big juice. And they are now growing and gaining momentum. And we need to do something about that, or it's going to get very, very bad. And I'm not even sure how specifically, I just know it will. Okay. Um, well, it's uh, not something we can deal with in an empty stomach, so uh, I suppose we should get some food and then tackle turning the circles off. 
Okay. And I... Hey, Mitch, I'll get up and go over and try and find some food. And Jeremy will join. <laughs> Good. Uh, Liam is going to panically run towards his kitchen because he's afraid of what Hamish might do. <laughs> Jeremy's already in, like a licensed assistant. Okay. Mm. Were you hoping to find Cheddar? No, I was going to see if she noticed Jacoba's missing, but she still doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to keep all these people straight. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you know what? I want to do another one. that 27 stealth. Uh, yeah. What was the second? Oh. Did, I, did I find Cheddar? Okay, we're going to absolutely. So <laughs> she was so focused on her new buddy that she totally forgot about a, a different buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what five is Jacoba really a buddy. <laughs> Apparently not. Jesus. No. V has a soft spot for cute small animals. Yep. <laughs> so, yes, you. I assume like you walk around the office looking for him. This wasn't like this was more than a glance with that with a twenty-two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cheddar had set up actually in Umbrin's office and had Aww. pulled down some papers and had built himself a little house. It's not neat or anything, but he had set them up in such a way that like they make a little tent. Oh. So when she finds this, she's going to have like a little smile on her face because, come on, that's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's... Actually, can you roll two flat d20s for me to tell me the quality of his little paper house? Okay, okay. Flat d20. Oh, no. uh, (laughs) Oh, no. So the first one's for integrity. The second one's for presentation. (laughs) (laughs) Like most of the things we do. (laughs) So it's basically a house of cards. Like it... He, he was able to put some extra foldy flares in it, so it's like nearly origami, but it's stacked in such a way that if you blow on it too hard, it'll just kind of plop over. <laughs> hey, hey, it doesn't have to function as long as it looks good. Hey, it looks pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's the DNR motto. Yeah. <laughs> He's fitting right in. <laughs> um, I mean, so we did I... we did give him sentience. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. actually, probably was Tabians. So he built himself a little, like, origami house that's not very stable. Beautiful. <laughs> Without having opposable thumbs. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she'll bend down and take a little look at it and be like, "You doing okay over here?" He looks up and he scratches his left ear. Oh, he remembered. Cute. Okay. We'll see if you remember it by next session. Yeah, right. <laughs> what does left ear mean? I don't get it. Ken. I mean, that's um, cute, but I'm trying to communicate here. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so she just give a little nod, and I mean, she's happy, and she'll walk back out of Umbrin's office, give Joyce like a a bro nod. So, she'll she'll bro nod so, back. So yes. So. Hey, my, my goal is to befriend Joyce. I want V and Joyce <laughs> to be besties. Um, hey, it's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> hey, Michelle, have gathered together like a plate of like, you know, cold cuts and bread and whatever um, under the watchful gaze of Liam um, and just plunk it down in the middle of the table and he's going to get out his notebook and say, right, <sighs> how do we tackle this? Let's Let's take a look at see what have we tried to do to these circles? We tried to scratch them out. That didn't work. Uh, we've tried to seal it. That didn't work. Uh, we tried to blow it up. Well, no, that was kind of an accident on Lister's part, but it still didn't work. Have we tried burning it down? <laughs> um, I believe we have tried to damage 
them, and that didn't work very well. Yeah, but specifically, have we set them on fire yet? I haven't. Uh, no. Okay, then. So my suggestion is we go down to the warehouse and we set it on fire. <laughs> For clarification. Give me a second. <laughs> what are we setting on fire? Uh, the floor of the warehouse. Right. So we're just setting the warehouse on fire. Uh, Umbrin looks from Hamish to Liam to V and goes, um, no, absolutely not. No, no, well, no. That's crazy. You know, I can control flames, right? I can keep it limited to a very small area. You couldn't just even hit a magic door. circle is. Just like at the barn. What barn? The barn? You're that barn. The fire the barn? To, you know, the one where I kept the fire under control. Uh, and with that, Umbrin's eyes sure. will, will widen in horror as he realizes what you just said. <laughs> Wait, that was you? Yes, it could have burned down if not for me. Wait, no, 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 You... Hold on. Wait, no. Hamish didn't start the fire. Deception. <laughs> I don't think he did. Um, he definitely did. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was Urkin. No, it was definitely Hamish. It was definitely Urkin. Okay. <laughs> like, Liam's, Urkin Liam's was, not uh, lying. <laughs> no, Jacoba, that's right. Jacoba was the one that was there, so Liam doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Liam can't be lying. <laughs> Liam's not lying. <laughs> We're getting into this technically not lying area. No, it's not even technically. He just doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, Hamish, and Hamish is fully convinced that it would have, you know, been a lot worse if he hadn't been controlling the flames. Uh, well, yes, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, V's just very confused. <laughs> and Umber will just put his hands, his his ha face in his hands, and go, uh, "Okay, okay, never mind. I thought, I thought you were saying that you started that fire in the first place." But no, 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 no. I just, I just gave everyone time to to get out and and make sure that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Okay, no, that's definitely a deception. You know, you set that fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely leaving out that I was the one that said it, yes. Uh, it's still deception. You are deceiving. Roll deception is the same in here. <laughs> okay, yeah, Umber buys it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah, uh, Umber just goes, okay, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's, you phrase things so weird sometimes, but okay. So, so back to the circles. Like, Jer Jeremy was saying that the, this is going to get, like, really bad. So, like, we need to figure out we need to do more research. Uh, that was kind of what Lester was for. Um, I'm not sure what to do. We need to... All right, so you think that trying to destroy them is a bad idea. We should deal with it another way. Or not possible. You guys said that you tried, like, scuffing it and cutting it and moving boards and stuff. And, like, like the, the circles are not... You can't remove them. Right. Oh, 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 I forgot. I can shoot lightning bolts at my fingers now. I could try that. No. <laughs> yeah, I... I mean, I'm not 100% sure how the magic theory behind this, but I have a feeling trying different kinds of explosions isn't necessarily going to help. But I think for our parts and for the guards' parts, um, we need to report and track what all of the circles do and for now try damage control. Like, like um, you, you did like the lizard job, right? And, yeah. and that was more than it turned out to be, more than it seemed. 
Yeah, so we did that. That uh, mm-hmm. there's definitely more than it seemed to be. Uh, well, maybe we could. Oh, oh, you know what? Did we ever check out the other uh, tomb up there? Because those those acolytes were awfully uh, upset at us. Like. Um... You yeah, know, I going think... into the first one, but but we did manage to destroy the 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 moving corpse in there, so we should probably go and check the second one too. Yeah. At the words "moving corpse," V's just gonna side eye Liam, like, "Yes, the moving corpse." <laughs> Liam is going to stifle a chuckle. <laughs> yeah, Umbrian is just gonna shake his head, like, "I don't think you guys are allowed on those grounds at all anymore." Like what? De- desecrating a tomb, like you're lucky we you guys were aren't just arrest. Checking. Yeah, but you could have informed them first. Seriously, that's uh, like one of their most honored heroes, and you just decided to open it up all willy nilly. Like I explained to them that yes, there has been some stuff going on, and yes, they remember Spot, so they were willing to let it go. But but very specifically, you need to talk to them first. Well, we could do that. Oh, we yeah, we could do that. Yeah, they're also not big fans. They don't want to see you, but. Like, so we have to talk to them, but they don't want to see us. Yes. <laughs> yes, they... But that's okay. They can keep their eyes shut if they want to. No, like, they are still mad at you. Like, they admit that you had good reasons for what you did, but it was still bad. So He's no. trying to say we need to wait a bit. We go talk. Yeah, like, they're, oh. they're mad. Or at the very least, like, let me talk to them like maybe sometime today and see if they're willing to have a similar investigation under supervision on the... Oh, okay. So you'll set it up for us to go and check the other tip. And in the meantime, did we have any jobs left? Do we have any leads on who was making the circle? um, The the only lead we've got is is, uh, Lindquist. Lindquist, yeah, yeah. Yes, and there was... Like, I was able to track down some stuff, but not a ton. Well, right. some is more than well, we have. Some is, yeah. Yeah. What is that some stuff? Uh, let me find the article for that, actually. <laughs> um, I not remember where the hell I put it. This is where Ken searches through his notes for the next 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, there are a great many number of notes. Umbrin says that, uh, yes, I was able to, like, follow back the genealogy of, of like, the mayor linguist. Um, his family's still around. Um, his family goes back to like the founding of Fair Bay when the Temple of Kord took over. Um, uh, his his family lives in the wealthy part of town. His oldest son Edgar uh, currently holds the estate after his father's passing, um, and like he's got. Um, look through my notes. I like mixed all of my notes together for some stupid reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like his oldest son holds the estate, and other living family members are um, unknown, as far as I know. Like his his daughter moved out of town, and I don't know what her situation is. I'd have to like go to that town to track that down. And his son is unmarried without kids. All right, well maybe we should go talk to Edgar then. Is it is Lindquist? Is he is he Edgar Lindquist or is yes. Lindquist? A, oh, okay. Well, that, that's that's more than we knew before. So I tell you what, I'll go wake up Jakova and we'll gather our stuff and we'll go speak to Edgar. And Hamish will stomp out the room to go and shake Jakova awake from his cot. Well, I mean, V would say, oh, Jakova wasn't in back. Oh, well, where is he then? I don't know. Yeah, well, we wait, shouldn't have a meeting trying. without him. We're going to have to catch him up now. It was a waste of time. <laughs> 
listen, I was busy this morning and I don't know where he went. <laughs> All right, new plan. Let's find Jakova, fill him in, then go speak to Edgar. Yes. 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 <laughs> Jakova, get out of our head. I was here already. What? Where did the voice come from? Quick, somebody look for a light on the table. <laughs> Jacob's not the only one with voices in his head. No. Oh no. Okay, so uh, I would say. How do we start for Jacoba? Um, yeah, I don't even know how we would start looking for Jacoba. <laughs> well, actually, you don't have to because you guys have been having your meeting and eating breakfast, and it, presumably you didn't wake up at like six in the morning. So oh no, uh, enough time will have passed that the acolyte who that found Jacoba after promptly freaking out that the crypt was open again um, will drag him like help him to, to get to the office and uh, that she will drop her him off with Joyce oh boy and at this point the voices have hit like a dull white noise level and your migraine has is unchanged hmm. so I would, I would say to go about this won't say anything because I assume it's one of those migraines where if you even try to talk, you feel like you're gonna die. Yeah, doing almost anything makes you feel like you want to die. Yeah. Such are migraines. Yeah. So he'll just like kind of look at Joyce, open his mouth, and then promptly close it again, and <laughs> and she'll shuffle. And walk, she'll shuffle. well, as she as he like does that, she'll look up and cock an eyebrow at him and like make that hand motion like drinky drink. Like asking, were you drinking last night? Because you probably look hungover right now. <laughs> but yeah, I bet he looks like absolute dog shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so does he respond to her like drink gesture? <laughs> that would be the easier answer. And no, he's just gonna shake his head and shuffle. Hear whatever's going on over here. Yeah. So like, yeah, they're. they're semi mid meeting and Jacoba will walk in. I, I, let's say for convenience sake, just as gee, where's Jacoba? <laughs> gee, where's Jacoba? <laughs> so as soon as he walks in, V will look over, give him a once over, say, Well, somebody had a good time last night. A little uh, probably is a little too much fun or not enough fun. It's one of those. <laughs> it's it's certainly not a normal night. <laughs> It's not an adequate amount of fun. No. Someone had a good time and it wasn't Chikova. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> not. Uh, so what the fuck happened to you? It's a long story. Uh, it's a good thing we've got plenty of time. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just going to speak to Edgar later. So fill us in and then we'll fill you in. And then we'll go speak to Edgar. <laughs> Little hair of the dog, you'll be fine. Come on. <laughs> He'll just kind of look at Umber and just like mouth. Like, Who the fuck is Edgar? Oh, um, he's the son of the late mayor. Linquist, which is an important name. Yes. Right. Yeah, I, you, I somehow you doubt he has do that. I'm gonna go take a nap. Um, uh, you don't look good. Here, and he'll like rummage around in his bag and pull out a little vial of some green moss and say, um, it tastes absolutely terrible, but chew on this, it helps. Probably not the worst thing he's tasting. All right, um, would you roll munch, a munch, munch. 
medicine check and see how effective this is. Okay. Five. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, basically, not at all. It, it dulls a tiny, tiny bit. Basically enough to help you sleep. <laughs> Oof. You blew all your good rolls on your solo dungeon crawl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm extremely proud of that. Uh, yeah, you managed to dodge a lot of horrible nasties. Just poke a zombie, get yelled at. Nope. <laughs> and nope on out of there. Nope, 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 nope. And Hamish will just be shaking his head as Jacoba makes his way out of the room saying, you know, at least if he was going to go out drinking, he could have invited us. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah, V's gonna have a look on, like, a pensive look on her face and be like, well, I got up around 10 last night and he was still in bed, fast asleep. So if he went out, he woke up randomly and decided it was time for the party. Well, he should have known to wake me up too. I mean, it's not like I'm not down to go out and have a drink whenever. <laughs> I don't think... Anything could wake you up, Hamish. And Hamish will pinch himself and be like, I'm awake now. <laughs> no amount of sound could wake yeah. you up. <laughs> well, I do sleep pretty soundly, but even so, fear. <laughs> you sleep like a fucking megaphone. What are you talking about? Well, I've never heard me. I, Obviously. I am honestly shocked. How um, Liam got any sleep last night is beyond me. Uh, Liam's going to pull out a, 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 some cotton swabs. <laughs> or some, <laughs> some cotton. Yeah, he rolled some very, he rolled very low on his perception. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam had about four pounds of cotton in his ears. Apparently. <laughs> oh, so... Man. I guess we leave the Jacova problem for later and go talk to Edgar? Um, actually, I'm looking at the recording length, and I think this is a good time to call the session. We're, all, we're scheduled for another hour for Theriathon, but <laughs> I think this is a good breakoff point for the episode. And if everyone is willing, I have some bonus stuff we could probably do to your Hamish letters, if you would like. All right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to dnrfancast at gmail.com. That's the letters dnrfancast at gmail.com. And also, be sure to check out our website, dnrfancast.com.